Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by 3M, PPG, and Breakthrough Academy. Hello and welcome to MG11. Our mission is to build profitable businesses so that we can have financial freedom, time for our families, and make an impact in our communities. Let's kick it off with some big wins. Daryl, would you lead the way, please? Yeah. Um, as you know, the last few weeks have been spread thin over several huge jobs, but we're getting a couple of them wrapped up today or this week, actually. So that's been that's been really good. Um, but on another level, um, well, I was my two of my guys worked Saturday on one of those jobs inside. And um, I told Will, one of my guys, I said, hey, man, let me give you a task. And I said, uh, after you guys get some of our area cleaned up here, I'm going to have you do a video, do a walk around. You've seen a lot of my videos. I said, I'm going to trust you to do one. And uh, he was really nervous and he did it. Uh, he uh, he said exterior painting instead of interior painting, but uh, mm-hmm. it was it was just cool. So I'm st- I'm gonna I'm still gonna post it today. So. Yes, yes, okay, right on, fantastic. Thank you, Daryl. Bryce, good morning, big wins. Good morning. Um, we um, we've got most of January filled up in the schedule. Nice, which is awesome. And funny enough, I leave tomorrow for a week vacation. and uh, I have. Uh, projects lined up for all the guys and payroll's already in the bank. And I have not had a week long vacation since high school. Wow. Proud of you, man. Yes. Well done. Well done. Indeed. Thank you, Bryce. Isaac. Yeah. So I've got two employees now and it's been really cool because I've finally been able to step away from the roller and brushes a little bit and um, shoot some pictures and social media content and start to grow the business that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my guys is a total rock star and I could definitely see him becoming a lead. So that's really exciting. And so heading in a good direction. Fantastic. Way to be Isaac. As we were saying before, uh, we got going. It's fun watching you, watching you grow. You're already doubling. Dripling, I think. <laughs> so good Thank job, you. man. Speaking of great job, Florin, big wins. Hey guys, um, big wins. I mean, um, just did my uh, Christmas cards. They're all ready. There's the last file, pretty much. And that's actually the last file means like for the clients that didn't get a business. Mm-hmm. Here's the thank you card going, no matter what. Okay. There you go. Yes, sir. You know, people might be like, okay, the guy doesn't work for us, but you never know what is in their neighborhood or neighbors, whatever they are, friends. Mm-hmm. So January, it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, I like I have one week, which is like still empty as a spot, let's say. Um, but I have two estimates on 27th and on January 3rd. So I'm pretty much, I, I feel confident that I'm going to feel that spot that week. There you go. So... That's pretty much I'm trying to finish those two interior, I mean, those projects mm-hmm. probably by the end of the week. So I can close my ear and that's it. Okay. All right. Right on. Thank you, Florin. Juan, big wins. Morning, big wins. So I got introduced to my Rotary Club this last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a meeting with an interior decorator 
end of the week. So I made it uh, going. Yes. Which, okay. Which, Fantastic. Glad to hear that. Rotary and interior decorator. Way to be. Yeah. Steven. Good morning. Um, have we sent out over a thousand Christmas cards um, for the holiday? Um, it didn't matter if we painted them or not. It's just people that we've done business with one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an awesome way of um, mm-hmm. getting out, but that's, you know, we're, we're kind of rolling. We got three jobs booked out today and uh, we'll be rolling through the end of the year. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Three or four jobs. Everything's, it's kind of just flown in. I'm not advertising. I, I, they shut everything off. So it's mm-hmm. just, I can't say crazy. It's a little creepy quiet, but yeah, everyone's moving. There you go. <laughs> Good deal. I'm <laughs> glad to hear it, Stephen. Thank you. Hey, Seuss. Hello, Steve. Uh, yes, my big wins here, guys, is automatic email setup for my warranty, and then the 2024 scoreboard is uh, completed for my yes. goals. Yes, yes. Way to go. Way to get that filled out. Fantastic. Thank you, Asus. All right, the caffeinated Canadian painter, Craig. Big wins. <laughs> uh, big wins were last week. I was uh, on vacation with my wife to Quebec City, and um, yeah, the crew. <laughs> The crew held it together and uh, they, they got some work done in my, in my absence. And uh, yeah, so it went, uh, went well. And also Christmas cards went out. I had one of my painters who has his handwriting is like a typewriter. I had him like address all the, uh, address all the Christmas cards so that they could go to their destination. There you go. So they arrive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I did it, they might not arrive. I might get one. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay, that's fantastic, Craig. Thank you. Sonia, welcome to the show. Big wins. Um, I had I finished out a couple of jobs on last week, so that's going good. And um have some have three going on right now. So mm-hmm. good. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. All right. One thing, what is one thing we could brainstorm for you such that might make everything else easier and or unnecessary? Daryl? Yeah. Okay. So I've got maybe a small twist in mind. Um, cause we, we talk, we talk a lot of business on here. Um, we talk healthy in our MG 11. So mm-hmm. I want to talk healthy here for just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether I'm working in the field or I'm just running jobs all day and I'm not home for lunch, um, I've been going without lunch probably three, three days a week, usually, or I'm eating late because I don't eat fast food. I don't touch McDonald's unless it's an oatmeal for breakfast or something. I don't do cheeseburgers out. I don't do none of that stuff. Um, I do have a little refrigerator that I keep with me. And I, I tell you what, I've been struggling <laughs> with trying to find a consistently healthy lunch pack that I can put together in my refrigerator because it can stay in my truck mm-hmm. all the time. And um, man, I'm finding myself going without lunch three days a week sometimes mm. because I get burned out on the peanut butter and jelly or whatever. And I don't know mm. what, if you guys are doing anything, um, any ideas. I'm o- I'm open. So I um I'll share. I prep every weekend. Either I or April will do it for me and cook like twelve pounds of chicken. Throw some uh, lemon pepper salt on it and throw some coconut uh, oil and some rice. And uh, I whip up 12 pounds of chicken and a bunch of rice and or fruit. And I have, <clears throat> excuse me, temporary dishes and I box them all up. Uh, I'll keep a rotation in the fridge and then put the rest, <clears throat> excuse me, in the freezer. And uh, that's what I eat. Even though like when I go to my office downtown, 
I take it with me. Uh, there's, uh, I mean, there's, there's a uh, firehouse subs right next door, which is tempting, you know, maybe once a month I'll hit it, but, uh, but it's like, you know, 1600 calorie sandwich, you know, I'm like, Oh man. So I eat chicken and rice I, I, and, uh, people say, don't you get sick of it? I'm like, well, you know, I remember who, I forget who said it. I eat for fuel, not for pleasure. And, uh, to try to take care of my body and get the protein that I need every day and, uh, and the right amount of carbs. So that's what I do. Okay. I highly recommend. Um, I've, so I, I've had a health journey for a really long time and I'm somebody that follows keto pretty hard. Um, not perfect, but, um, what I really have had a lot of success with is you, you can go to the grocery store and they sell resealable packages of like salami and things like that. Um, and they'll have some of them that will have like, lunch meats that are wrapped over top of like a mozzarella cheese or something. Those are fantastic. And then also I highly recommend there's a company that's called good culture and they make, um, non-pasteurized cottage cheese and cottage cheese is fantastic for you. Cause it's got zero sugar and it's extremely dense in uh, protein. Okay. So those are my, my go-tos. Yeah. The thing I was doing lunch meats for a little while, but my, my little area, I'm really picky with my lunch meats because they pack it with salt and everything else. There's a couple brands. So I, when I'm out of town, I'll buy a thing of lunch meat and bring it, but I've never heard of good culture. So I'm going to look into that too. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Soy um, I'm primarily um, plant-based, so um, soy curls are very high in protein and they're dehydrated, um, um, just soy, and it's not your process like tofu and the texture. I don't like tofu because so it's kind of like the texture is not good, but you just throw it in. Um, you can do it in like a warm, um, it kind of, it, it kind of is like chicken, but I mean, you can try it, you know, just, uh, fly, you know, little thing out yeah. there. Well, so I you ate plant-based for a couple of years. You, you what? I ate plant-based for a okay. couple of years. Yeah, when I was so I'm, I'm I know some of the meals. Well, so that one's re- I, I, that's a really cool discovery because you can just hydrate it. Like if I had um you know one of those thermoses and you have hot water in it, you can just pour that over it and just let it. So we don't even need that. But if you want warm, and then you can <clears> add whatever you want in there since you're already familiar with it, and voila, you it, in ten minutes it's ready. And really cool. A lot of protein right there too. Yeah, because I need to I need to pre-plan my week on lunch. I think that's what's really kicking my butt is I'm not planning a week ahead of time. And like this morning, um, I think I'll be back home for lunch today. But if I'm not, I'm not going to eat lunch today. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys. It gave me a lot of ideas. Okay, right on. Thank you, Daryl. Bryce? Um, we're trying to figure out how to, get to rely more on the work order. And... um. Then also I had kind of like a uh, moment where I real one of the last jobs that I did, I realized that I didn't write the work order. I didn't write the estimate as clearly as I should have. So when I transferred it to a work order, it wasn't as clear as it should have been. But even on top of that, there were two closets listed. And by the time like I caught up to the fact that they hadn't interpreted the work order correctly, they had already painted four closets and they were the wrong closets. And it was like, oh. Gosh, how much wasted time was that? Wasted time and paint and things like that. And so trying to find that, trying to get the crew comfortable with, hey, before you call me, did you check the work order? You know, and I'm and I've been trying to practice the nine minute, you know, calling them nine minutes later. Mm -hmm. You know. 
Okay. So it's it, the issue is not the nine minute rule. The, hold on. So I hear two things trying to get them not to call you up, but is, is the issue really that you just need to slow down and clarify work orders? I think so. I think so. I think it's, it's making sure that, that it's trying to just get them to where that's the first question mm-hmm. or that that's the first thing they check instead mm-hmm. of trying to just oh, call, call Bryce. Yeah. I used to do this. I used to just assume that they knew. And it was one of my leads finally came to me and says, listen, you know, we don't know how to tell you, but like a lot of times we're guessing here and we feel kind of foolish because we have to ask the customer, you know, some details because we're coming from the curse of knowledge. We're like, Oh, they'll know what to do here and there. We just write kind of bullet points. And, but if not, if we don't slow down and uh, put all that in, then uh, this is, this is what happens. So something else that I did is, you know, I say, okay, paint these two closets then i would also say do not paint the other four closets yeah all right just to double confirm what we are to do and what we're not to do yeah hey bryce i i had a hiccup yesterday that was on me (laughs) um you know we put all our i put all my proposals on money.com i don't edit them for my team they see exactly what i give the client and uh, i bid on an 800 dollar bedroom that we're painting a ten thousand dollar bathroom in you know next to it and I called in three gallons of super paint flat white because we're painting ceiling and walls, same color, except for an accent call, accent wall. Anyways, um, I get there. They've, they're already first coated working on the second coat. And I noticed that the manager called in satin or he made satin when I called in flat. Hmm. So we had to repaint this bedroom, which means we have to do it today because it was not dry enough yesterday. So it backed me up, cost me a couple hundred bucks at least, but. My team was have been getting in a hurry too because they see me get in a hurry. And so they're rushing. They didn't stop to take the time to look through money to make sure that um we're supposed to use satin and not flat versus the other way around. So it's kind of it's kind of my fault because I didn't I didn't slow down to to just re- remind them, hey, look through money.com, make sure that we're using the right sheen, the right color. Um, because sometimes Sherwin messes up. Cause when I call in paint. And then somebody else goes and picks it up. Nobody's verifying or mm. that wasn't verified that it was the right paint. So that was on me. So that's one thing that I'm going to do. And I told him, I said, Hey, I'm not mad. It happened. In fact, I had a good attitude about it. I can't believe it. <laughs> but I was like, Hey, this, this, this goes to show you that I've been running too fast for too long. We need to slow down, look at money.com before we start buying paint or before we call it in. Um, it was a learning lesson. So that's what I'm doing. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure you would have picked it up if you had a good lunch that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts for Bryce on clarifying work orders? It's tough it. because uh, we actually, uh, I go through every morning with them before they leave, like a punch list of what they need. Um, and uh, even still. I have them take photos at lunchtime, send me photos and videos of what's going on. And even then, it's just, uh, it's the nature of the business. I, I, it's just, uh, I don't know, the same thing. I shake my head every day and say, wow. So I was wondering if anybody had a system when you charge them back, when they make mistakes, after you explain to them, show them, draw pictures, no. all kinds of things. Um, oh, anybody no. have a solution to charge them back? Cause, no, uh, you can't. You don't do that. Instead, you follow the progressive disciplinary procedure if you need to, but you don't charge them back. Hey, what are you using for uh, 
for estimating software. Script jobs. Okay, okay. Because like I, I know what Paint Scout, and that's what I use. Um, it has your substrates, it has your measurements for the rooms. Uh, you know what you're doing for if you're doing closets, if you're not doing closets, if you're doing like linear footed baseboard, how many window frames, what side of the door or how many sides, one side, two side. And then even in the work order portion that it creates, there's a portion to make notes too as well. So if you want to be specific about something that's not on the estimate side that you just want for the work order for the guys, I make notes in there too as well. It seems to work well. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's move along here. Isaac, you're up. Yeah, so I was hoping you guys could help me out. Um, one of my guys is doing great. The other, I mean, hard worker, but there were some red flags that I ignored and it's coming back to bite me. And uh, so I want to let him go. And I've got this other guy that I was planning on hiring in January anyways, that I think he'll be a good fit. So I'm trying to figure out how do I be a good leader and... And like, I don't know, I want to let him go, but he's also got kids and I've, it's like right before Christmas and I don't want to like ruin the culture that I've got going well with my other guy. And he's just been off for like a week and a half, um, with COVID and then just all sorts of texting stuff that's just driving me nuts. And I don't know, I guess long, long story short, I'm wondering like, how do you, in a kind way, let somebody go and and have it, I don't know, go well for you without them doing all the like bad reviews on Google and uh, unemployment and I don't know. What is what is he doing that's making you want to let him go? Um, it's mostly attitude and um. Like wanting to leave early and then all these when I needed to change my policy manual because of lots of stuff he was doing. And he's like, Well, what if I don't sign it? Are you gonna fire me? And just like what? Yeah, that's 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 an issue. Yeah. The answer is yes. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and now it's like so he's just coming back today after being gone a while. And I'm all stressed out, like, man, I I don't even want to like be there because he's going to be there and I feel like I did this to myself but I'm just trying to figure out the best next steps. Well make sure you have the position agreement form I don't know if Steve's helped you out with that or not but that helps cover your rear end you know um, versus just firing somebody on the spot as far as them collecting unemployment on you. Um, not to say that he doesn't deserve it you know just because he's being a an a but doesn't mean he doesn't deserve unemployment. But if you document everything like I didn't do a couple years ago, um, I almost had to pay unemployment on somebody that absolutely did not deserve it. So I, I edited the position agreement form that Steve gave me. And now I have everything written down what our clear expectations are. That way we can do a verbal, we can do a written. And in that way, if I do have to fire him, I've already got a couple things documented. Yeah, and that way it's it's easy. It's easier to let them go if you've already handled it a couple times. Okay. A couple of things to uh, consider too when uh, letting somebody go if they do um, go off the rails on you. If they leave you a negative review, it's not that big of a deal because yeah. usually it's not a reasonable negative review. And yeah. so it gives you an opportunity to respond with grace. Everybody will see right through. Yeah. 
what they're trying to post. And it'll it's an opportunity for your character to shine through. So a negative review can be a good thing. Yeah. We're, okay. uh, unemployment, that's what we pay unemployment taxes for. Right. Covered. Yeah, I don't stress over that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How long has he worked for you? Uh, since like very end of November. So, but he's been gone. So for you're, I I don't know if you've adopted this or if this is a part of your employment handbook, but if you copied the employment handbook from DYB, Mm -hmm. you, he should still be within the 90 day kind of probationary period where you don't really have to give him a reason necessarily and where there's no real fault for you. Yeah, I doubt that at that timetable, he even qualifies for unemployment at this point, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe if it's really on your heart and you're really like, oh, man, like the timing of this is really, you know, I I feel for the guy, you know, maybe, you know, hand him a couple hundred bucks as a severance and be like, you know what? Thank you so much for your time and your efforts. And, you know, I don't want to leave you totally high and dry in the season. Here's a couple extra hundred dollars. Thank you for your efforts. You know, it was a pleasure, but I just uh, we need to move on. Yeah. You know, I feel I, that, this is my thought. I don't know. I mean, if that's in the budget, it's in the budget. If it's not in the budget, then the reality is, is like you're what you owe is to your future and your children and your household and your painters that are in, in good. I actually had to let I have I've, I had three of me. Let one of them go. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? I have been that guy in the past, dude who has not let people go for the exact reasons you're kind of like, well, I want, you know, I I like the guy and he's got kids or he's got this or something's going on. And then what ends up happening is that you would expect, then it sets that expectation in your heart that they're going to then like step up to the plate and they're going to appreciate the fact that you, they've been a little difficult, but you kept them along anyway and you've worked with them. And the truth of the matter is, is like, for some people, they can't count their blessings, no matter how good those blessings are, you know, and this is a guy who I, you know, I kind of been over a little bit to make sure to accommodate some things and to get him working and to get some cash in his pocket. And, you know, and he, you know, on the first couple of days, he was a rock star. And then like very shortly, all of a sudden my, my project supervisor comes over and is like, Hey man, like, we're not hating, but you need to speed up. Like you, you're spending too much time on certain tasks and and I need you to pick up the pace. And the guy basically looks at his the guy. I have told him, this is your supervisor. It was like, Bryce is the boss. You're not the boss. <laughs> and it's like, no, sir. Uh-uh. No, that's not how we do it. And the truth is, is how I kept that guy along that would have taken the two guys that have been rock stars and just really just poisoned the water. Yeah. Yeah, no, super good point. Appreciate okay. it. And uh, unfortunately, leadership's not always easy. We got to make tough choices, have tough conversations, and it's part of growth. So, yeah, uh, just know that you'll get through this one, and uh, there'll be more as well. Yeah. <laughs> but it's part of leadership, and uh, right. you get a reps in. So, you've got this. Your heart's in the right place, Isaac. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Appreciate okay. Shoot it, us a y'all. text in uh, in the groupie chat. Let us know how that goes. Okay. Okay. Right on. Thank you, Florin. You're up. Yeah, pretty much. Excuse me. Pretty much the same situation because, like, I have three guys, and I have one lady which has been in the past a problem, and I feel bad for her because she was like divorced with the husband, and she got mm-hmm. back with the husband, and I feel bad because she has two kids, and she goes like, "Oh, my kids in school, I have to do this. My stomach hurt, and always the same problem." So, um, it was like two weeks ago, and she was like, "Oh." 
my stomach hurt and the next day my kid is not good this and that so I said you know something I'm not very busy stay home for a week you know and she is fine on that I mean and then after a week she said oh can I come to work I said absolutely yes well she came back and I showed her I said listen I'm gonna work like that you know I have so many things responsibilities it's like do you want 40 hours a week she goes absolutely yes it's same thing with me because I schedule things I have to put people on the job site and if you don't show up and screw up all my schedule and everything. And she goes like, yeah, I understand. So, and then yesterday she texted me and she said, oh, Wednesday I have to go doctor. Here's my confirmation. I said, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. I said, it doesn't work like that. I've been saying you guys, you have to give me notice like two weeks before, especially like doctor appointments. I understand if you have emergency today for tomorrow, but you have to show me that you have doctor appointment. That case, that's fine. But still, you are talking today for Wednesday. And I said, for Wednesday, I have another person. She's not going to come because last week on Monday, she said to me, I'm going to immigration. And I understand. So the thing is like, I mean, do you have guys to show to everybody once somebody's not coming? Like, because pretty much they're working three guys in the same crew. That's what I have so far. Sometimes I split them two and one because they are small jobs. but. She didn't know that black lady, she's not coming on Wednesday. And, uh, and then I said to her, it's not going to happen. So she called her, she said, I'll follow up with the doctor. She called the doctor. And then after that, she goes like, oh, the doctor let me appointment for tomorrow. I said to send my kids tomorrow. And I said, okay, you know something? Okay, what happened? You know, I cannot deal anymore. So I come to the point like, I'm tired with her and I have to let her go. This is not working. Like that, you know? It's like, I better find another person. Was it come on the job side and is more productive? I mean, she's okay, but she's not in that expectation as I was talking to her in the beginning. So I don't know what you think, guys. Haven't you haven't you been dealing with the same girl for months? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I feel yeah. that I'm same situation besides, you know, it's like I mean how good you can be, you know, and I feel bad because two kids. Now it's her it's back with her husband, but she's the same situation, you know. So you know, I'm come to the point like I have to let her go because it's not yeah, like I agree. Absolutely. And the other thing is like I have to make her sign papers, but it comes to that whatever you mentioned before, the, the position of agreement. I mean, where can I find that? So I'll make her sign. I don't want her to collect unemployment, you know. That's another thing. Yeah, well the position agreement needs to be done ahead of time. It's nothing it's not something that's in the end. It's something they get either when you first hire them or when you first get okay. the position agreement and then have them do it. It's not a thing that you do at the end. It doesn't help at the okay. end. Well, I'm going to give her like a week notice and say, you know something? I'm sorry. You better find another one because you can stay this week and that's it, you know? Okay. All right. And remember, chapter seven of The Road Less Stupid says, culture, you get what you tolerate. So, yes. Um, yeah. Protect the culture. It's very important. Juan, you're up. So I want to ask you guys, I don't know how many of you got the uh, interior designer going, but what should I be asking, you know, question for her when I interview and how much time should I be paying for my clients? How you guys handle that? Uh, okay. So I'll share uh, my experience and others who uh, are working with them can share theirs. And then Sonia, the deck designer can chime in as well so for us what we did was when we uh when we met with them they were usually new or up and going or trying to get 
their uh, book of clients uh, together. And so we would work out an arrangement with them. I'd meet with them like you're going to do. And, uh, and I'd say, listen, what I'd like to do is refer all my clients to you. Um, and hopefully you'd cut me a break. This opens the door for you to do a lot of other work with them. And, and usually they did. It was 50 or $100 at a pop. And, um, they would, you know, I don't know if it would cover the first hour, but what I did is I just, I wanted a set price so that I could take that and include it in my expenses so that it was covered when I offered it. So rather than how many hours, I just, you know, a set price for introduction for you to come over and help them pick out their colors. And then, you know, I'll let the customer know, say, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for a decorator to come over for one hour. Right. Let the customer know, say, listen, I'll, I'll let them come over for one hour. If you guys, you know, decide to go on and meet with them. Beyond that, that's that's up to you guys, but I'll, I'll cover the first hour and usually that takes care of what you need. Um, and then you'll have a relationship with a great decorator too, you know? Okay. Um, I contracted with a, um, a you know, colleague through here and they were, um, so I worked with them um, in addition to my paint business. So I worked out with them um, an agreement to where um, it, it was like $120 for up to an hour. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty reasonable. And then they had, I don't know what their, I would imagine that their range of um, the clientele that qualified for it, you know, they would include it in, in that service for a certain amount of um, service that they're going to provide, you know, what 2000 mm -hmm. and on up or something like that. And then they would, but that's yeah. how I, you know, I went and, and then they'd also throw me a bone and, you know, say if they have this, 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 then, you know, that you're more than welcome to, you know, keep them as your client for mm -hmm. other things that aren't paint related or color choice in that respect. Yeah. Good point, Sonia. Make sure you let them know, say, listen, and then any and every thing they need uh, decorating associated after that, you're welcome to, they're, they're your client. The opportunity is to introduce and, and, and uh, to you to, to more clients and, you know, get your foot in the door as much business that uh, comes your way. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Steven. You're up. So on the, on the designer thing, um, I've been trying to find designers to work with us. Um, and when I said, uh, you know, I pay the first hour of their time, they kind of giggled at me and laughed at me and said, you know, like I couldn't afford them or something. I don't know. One lady said she doesn't have the time for it. Um, these are locally local people and I started to go back through the tip and uh, the people there and I'm trying to make appointments with some of them, but I'm having a hard time trying to lasso somebody to say, hey, let's do some business together. They're all kind of busy and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, just uh, I'm you check your local your local uh, chamber networking events at the chamber for the, uh, for I'm, the I'm in chamber so that there's yeah. no there's no designers in my local chamber. There are some in the tip. And but I did like go Google just in my area and mm -hmm. you know the better areas, and they were all like, I don't have time for this. And they were like, Click, I don't, I don't know, it's they're like really busy, but they're not they're too busy to talk to me. So, but I offered a free, you know, an hour paid for by me, and they were like, I don't got time for this. You know, you might want to try some college students because that's some the um, there's um, and there's also this program. I mean, if you're open to it, because um, this, this one that I worked through, she um, she they would put their employees but they weren't full-time and they were kind of their students and they would pay for this program gratifies them as color consultants so they're not designers they're specifically color consultants and so maybe some college students that are open to it you know say you know what i'm looking for this and kind of just give them that option and then um, show them i mean that's an option i would go that way if you want to kind of 
you know, because they're they're wanting to get their name out there. Okay, maybe I'll try. Face, Facebook I'll, groups I'll, might be a good idea too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to do it without advertising. I have everything off. And like I said, we're rolling. I'm not rolling big time, but I have more time to to, to go fishing for stuff like this because uh, mm -hmm. my phone's not blowing up and I'm not going out on six or eight appointments a day of people who want cheap price. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to fish the other way. Um, I'm working my Latif um, and uh, Rotary. Rotary's been pretty cool for me. Um, we're also doing a gift of life. We're taking a, a person from... She's, I think she's from Grenada. She'll be here for December 27th. She's having heart surgery. Her four-year-old daughter's having heart surgery. And um, they're going to come and stay with us until we heal, which is pretty cool. I feel good about that. It's a give back. Um, um, so Rotary will, uh, you know, I, I've been going to a lot of Rotary things and getting blasted. You could not blast it, but they're actually, you know, saying, hey, Stephen and Martha are taking care of this person. So definitely getting recognition from it. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for that, but it definitely is helping my recognition and growth in Rotary for me. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. Try to make it all work. Okay. Awesome. Right on. Thank you, Stephen. James, you're up. Um, something I can use help in. Um, I guess kind of locking down commercial pricing. Um, I've raised my prices a little bit from doing regular, like regular residential, because usually commercial should be paying more. And what bothers me is I, I've gone on a couple times where they're like, yeah, we'll use you again. You got really good prices. And I'm like, I hate to hear that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I want to know, like, like I'm usually higher end on the pricing for residential and like, I'm still making money regardless, but like, I know commercial, can make you a lot more money. So, and I'm doing a lot of direct to owner, uh, a little bit with the GCs, not too much because that's a race to the bottom. Um, so I'm trying to figure out like, how do I figure out what's the best way to go about finding the market value for, for commercial work? Um, because it varies so much depending, like if I ask you, someone lives in New York or California or this or that, like it's going to be one scale to the next. So it's, um, how can I lock that in without blowing away a proportion and, uh, and this and that, like we're, we're doing a Burger King here and, uh, we got that and it was just a small interior repaint, which now is tripled in size but uh, he said the same thing to me and it just drives me nuts you know yeah we'll probably use you again you have great prices for yourself and i'm like ah crap so like, usually every time you went to bed you ask him say hey what were the other numbers that's an idea like some of them won't give them to you well like, so what hold on hold on you're already at no remember the principle of no you can't get any more yeah, no yeah what you are you're yeah. no longer your friend <laughs> yeah i mean you can't get any more no so you might as well ask Okay. And I don't know if we ever lock them in, but that'll kind of give you an idea of, you know, where you were on that one mm -hmm. for those that will share. I don't know if everybody else does, but I mean, I use software, but off the top of my head, I try to run like $10 a square foot just off the top of like a quick reference. I don't know if that works or if it doesn't work, but, um, you know, you just try to price it out per day, per guy kind of thing. Um I'm not looking to kill them. I'm just looking to keep everybody moving. Okay. Cause I'm trying to look more, well, I guess production, but just look with a better hourly rate. Like it should be a hundred, 120 an hour up there kind of thing. So like for, like for instance, this summer, like 
there was an exterior block wall and uh nothing crazy priced it up for like fifteen thousand dollars and i'm like i could paint this thing for seven and the girl and i'm like so she loved the presentation with paint scout and everything like that and i'm like so i asked i said um you know where, where do i sit with everybody else and she's like down here and i'm like she's like oh local you know you can do it cheaper kind of thing and i'm like well the other people that came in were from from ottawa a little bit more of a drive but uh hmm. not that much so like for me to be and i'm still thinking that i'm doing it for a lot higher than i would normally do it for any residential clients so like that's that's what's driving me nuts is there's there's money on the table i'm leaving i'm leaving there yeah ask him so you know it was good that she said that, but just say, hey, what were the other numbers? Yeah. And just okay. kind of be direct about it. Be, be, be direct. Just, just kind of like it's a normal question. And it sounds like if you're, uh, sorry, it sounds like if you're competing against somebody that's uh, coming from out of town, like they're paying their guys uh, like yeah, travel time, hotel and stuff sure. like that. So there's, there's much more wiggle room in those to pop the price up a touch. The blessing mm -hmm. is you got the job and they didn't. Yeah, it, it sucks when you do all that work and uh, you don't get the job. You spend hours. So, um, yeah, I'm not a fan for working for free, but I'd rather work than not work sometimes. Okay. Okay. And if you're hitting your mark, well, you're hitting your mark. I mean, you know, everybody has their own set of expenses. If uh, you don't have the overhead that the other guy has, then you can do it for less. Like, like, we're, like we're still doing the profits great and everything like that but like i say if, if i can up it i'm i'm i, I want to up it <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah. You. Trust me. you can actually when you see my theory is once you get in you can always upsell them on all different things like i mean we do lighting we do flooring we do doors we do trim so you know sometimes it doesn't hurt to take a little bit less but when you're in there you know then you get the referral for everything else for later on you know i want my kitchen bathroom blah 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 blah. you got 10 years of work out of them so mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know? okay. okay sometimes less is more all right very good and in the meantime just you know keep inching your price up yeah well you're asking yeah. them yeah, I guess it doesn't hurt until you hear somebody say, hey, you know, someone's coming in a little bit lower than you or this or that. And mm -hmm. right. So you can kind of have an idea. So, all right. That's kind of what I've been doing anyways, is kind of just biting a little bit more until I hear a little bit of negative feedback on pricing or something. But yeah, keep biting to hear, ouch. Most people tell me I'm the most expensive guy out there, which is good. But, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes I lose jobs because of it. And uh, that doesn't make me happy either. So, yeah. okay, good deal. Hey, Seuss, you're up, buddy. Yes, I've been uh, thinking, what do I have going on new? But not much. But I guess I do have one question here. I would say uh, something that came up to mind is when uh, my team lead brings in a job that's profitable, should I only be giving him the bonuses or tip and not the other members? I do give tips to the other members, but mainly the bonus to the team lead. Is that fair or not fair? Yeah, that's what we do because it's the lead's responsibility to bring it in. Okay. And then sometimes it's up to them too if they want to split it or share it with their team, which gives them an opportunity to flex you know, leadership. Mm. Did, was that something you would tell them as well too, Steve? It's up to you if you want to share it. Yeah, sometimes. I kind of wait and uh, see if they do it on their own. Yeah. 
If they don't, I say, you know, you're welcome to share with your team if you want to thank them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And then one more question, very small. Do you guys, have you guys ever used a free Sherwin-Williams color consultation? We don't have it in our area. Okay. Yeah, one of my sales reps said uh, he gave me an application form to fill it in. And he said, if I'd like to add a free link into my website, I can go ahead and do it as well. So far, I have sent it to like two customers. They like it. It's free too. So. Before I started, before I connected with the designer in my town, mm-hmm. I was giving people the sheet that uh, the reps give you. And then it has the link or QR code on it. And I think I had a few people do it, but I like working with the designer because then that's more connection points in the community. But um, it is sure if you don't want to pay for the designer, just to have that in your back pocket. Okay. It's like the free 30 minutes, right? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad deal. Okay. Craig. Um, I don't have uh, much to unpack. Uh, okay. I just need to. I just need to get my 2024 budget done. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the that's the big thing, and uh, sort of vision casting for for 2024. I'm just mm-hmm. looking up. I'm just looking at my 2023 budget, which is just by my uh, by my computer screen, and mm-hmm. I have an audacious, yeah, a, a fairly. Um, good goal for growth this year and uh missed it by a bit mm-hmm. um yeah so i'm just i'm just sort of wondering if i should add another 50 percent on if i should mm. double um i know steve likes doubling uh yeah so just yeah sometimes doubling means you know DYB can stand for bottom line too Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because you know one of our values is profits right you know sales are for show profit is for dope yep and so like uh for example i've got a client who's doing uh, over two million and so our goal is to to literally double his bottom line we're fine if the top line grows but that's not our focus our focus is to refine and double the bottom line mm. you know so that can be the target as well what can get you there and uh, ultimately, what's what's your goal? And it's okay not to hit goals. In fact, it's a good thing not to hit goals because if you hit every goal you set, did you really stretch? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So keep keep setting those BHAGs that keep you stretching, but uh, ultimately, it's the bottom line that truly matters. Yeah, I think I do need to. I will definitely, based on where my business is, need to increase the top line to increase the bottom line. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, just to sort of spread the spread those fixed expenses over over a larger uh, gross uh, gross revenue. Now you want to take that and break it out over your scoreboard, so that way, because you have your lead and your lagging indicators, your lagging indicators are the sales revenue that you did. Your leading indicators is everything you have to do mm-hmm. to achieve those results. So make sure you um, fill out your scoreboard so that you know uh, what how much more you need to do to achieve those. Are you mainly like, like? Are you looking to gross like sales too as well, or just your profits and and all that stuff? Uh, I think I need to gross sales as well in order to in order to have a, a significant push on the profits. Okay, and and you're mainly employee based. Uh, so I have three employees, and I'm still uh, working in the field doing uh, doing projects. So. 
Because like um, what what I found to help grow and then and the profits too is like try to find yourself at least one good like sub if you if you want to um, if you're looking to go that way because like we were able to take on so many more projects at one time when we did subs but we vet them pretty good um, a lot of our subs are almost like dedicated to us like almost like an employee kind of thing but they still do their own stuff and uh we, we started off paying them 50 percent and then covering material and then going down to 45 percent and still covering material and um now i'm looking to looking to probably pay them going out this year 40 percent and uh you know we're we're netting at the at the end of everything, like uh, all expenses, everything like that. Twenty five percent is is what we're doing for for profits and stuff. So and then and then up on some projects with uh, with the subs. Like it, it's a give and take kind of thing. Like you know, you could be losing money if they get it done quick, but then you're not losing money if they're going slow. You're not paying for touch ups going back. So like that's that's one thing that helped us grow quite a bit, kind of thing. So how was that conversation when you said, uh, oh, by the way, you were getting 50% of this job. Now you're down to 45. Well, they, they don't see my prices on my side at all. Okay. Um, I just send them the work order. They have no idea if the, if the bedroom costs 600 bucks or $1,200 kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, and stuff like that. So that's, that's just what I'm, what I'm cutting going forward kind of thing. And uh, I've been slowly kind of working it down and then, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I'm not going to go any lower than 40, but that's where I feel comfortable for, uh, for upping profits a little bit, even more this, uh, this year kind of thing. So right. Cause if you can, if you can increase your charge rate, then, you know, part of that can go to you and part of that can go to them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's something I have a sub agreement. Um, if you're interested in doing that for like, you know, the coming, uh, coming year. And then I have another form that they fill out that lists all their, uh, like the equipment that they have. Can they do wallpaper? Do they have sprayers? Do they have power washers? Yada, yada, yada. What can they do? And then I have them put in Monday, uh, under, you know, what skills they have and what they can do. So if I'm looking for a wallpaper, I know I can grab out of this guy. I can grab it. Hey, you know, uh, we, well, we're, we're starting to do a little bit more too as well. So I have an electrician that can do like pot lights when we do stipple removal. Um, I have a bunch of them categorized for these guys do stipple, these guys don't. So it's just interior painting or these guys just do interior. These guys just do exterior, yada, yada, yada. And then it's easy. You can look through the group and uh, you can pick book and uh, it's been working for us kind of thing. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. And how do you find most of your subs? Some some of them are referrals uh, from like uh, like other people that have like had great experiences with them. Uh, your paint rep at the store, and then we've put out ads looking for people too as well. And then uh, and then they reached out to us, and then we go through a little bit of a process from uh, you know looking at past work. Um, you know we we like to see what kind of vehicle they drive, so we know they're not pulling up in something that's like like. And then we always start them off on like a kind of almost like a like a tester project. I'm not going to throw them in on a huge project right away. And uh, there's a little bit of uh, a ways. I have um, a form on that too as well, like uh, that I go through in the steps, so I can send that off to you too as well. Hmm. 
I don't do much of the, the vetting. Um, the, the project manager here, um, he does most of it for me and, uh, and then gives me an idea. And then we, we sit down and uh, have a chat with them. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's a good, uh, that's a good option. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh. All right. Sonia, you're up. Aside from wash hair day, I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> and picture day, what? No. Um, <laughs> I have a, mine's, I guess it's like contractor week day or just this employee or um, thing. Ours, mine is more like, um, I mean, gone through the production rate, you know, class and estimating class. And um, I've broken down the numbers for my husband's like kind of in charge of like hiring the crews and I've gotten better at who I select and those crews run smooth and I'm not worried, you know, they're not going, can I have more money? Can I have more money? And that's where his crews, I want more money. I want more money. Like, you know, it's like, we offered you this, this is how much it is. And then here's my justification. I have my numbers. And so I showed my husband this and he's like, okay. Cause he goes, well, so-and-so was asking for whatever for this job. I go, he's going to bang that out and two, three days, you know, and I calculated on this much and still he's going to be going, he's going to do well. And so, um, that's, that's just the only thing I'm having right now is, um, um, got getting more, you know, traffic, getting more jobs out there, but then the workers, because, um, I know and that's, yeah, anyways, that's what it is, is how do I deal with that? And this is how much we said you agreed to it. And now they're like, I want more, you know, it was bigger than we thought. I go, no, it's not. And anyways. Sounds like they're not a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. They got to go. Too much conversation. Maybe you need to be doing the hiring. Yeah. I had a few and I'm doing fine with them. And um, this, the other ones that the little, you know, cars and everything coming. <laughs> that's, that's what he, we get it when he picks them. <laughs> you know, that's when he said that. I you should fire your husband on the hiring part. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, what you need to do. Mm-mm. <laughs> you go or get him on the same page as you. That's true. Like I had to show him, you know, look, this is my justification. I, this is it. And so he, you know, I go, no more discussion. And so he just walked away. It was so funny. But I was like, <laughs> yeah. much it. no more discussion. All that's right. Okay. Yeah. So what I'll have, you know, for curly hair people, I just get, you know, <laughs> <a> dilemma <laughs> for this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks guys yeah i mean that's yep. all you pretty much have right now <laughs> all right let's roll out with uh takeaways and friendly reminder everybody to hang out afterwards for a quick photo brace you're up we need oh, to uh work. go we need to whenever i generate a work order i need to walk it through the guys and and make sure that we're diligent about everybody understanding exactly what's going on and that also means i need to make sure that when i'm writing the estimates that I have the work order in mind that it's clear and easy and understandable. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thank you, Bryce. Daryl? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. I have a note on there that I actually need to create a checklist on my SOPs, maybe in my SOPs about mm. each particular project, what items are needed. I mean, because like yesterday, <laughs> my guys are just really busy, so I'm not mad at them, but they forgot a five-gallon bucket. So somebody had to go to Sherwin to get a five-gallon bucket. I mean, come on, we're working in a bedroom. We know they somebody thought the other guy had one. So yeah, but that's on me because I didn't I didn't create a better system. So I'm working on that. Way to own it. Way to keep it above the line. There you Systems. go. Now you have the power to change it. Yes, sir. Isaac, takeaways. Yeah, you get what you tolerate as far as culture. Mm-hmm. And uh so I think I'm just gonna have a conversation and have it be 
less emotional and more today, today, uh, Isaac, logical. So pray mm-hmm. for me. There you go. <laughs> Indeed. Lauren. Well, same thing. I mean, she's going to come tomorrow. If she comes tomorrow, I'm going to give her like a week notice. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I'm not the right fit for my company. So try to find another one. Meantime, you have her week to work with us. So should be plenty of time for her to work. Oh, mm-hmm. but also, I have another friend, which probably I might send her there, but I'm not sure. Okay. You know, so mm-hmm. I feel bad, but nothing I can do. I cannot pay for my pocket for the rest of my life. It's too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right. Thank you, Florin. Juan? Well, for me, what I pick up my attention is position agreement document. I'm going to look into that in subcontractors. I'm going to look into subcontractors. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Juan. Steven? Um, Growing the subs, um, when you discuss the split with them, do you walk the job with them after, like, you sign a contract with the customer, so you bring your sub back into the project and say, Let's take a look at this, or how do you kind of have a conversation with them to say 40, 50, 10%, whatever it is? How do you have that conversation? I'm kind of curious, but that was one of the things for that. And um, free color, color consulting um, from Sherwin, the, the link. I, I just rebuilt my website, so I'm going to pop that on there. Mm-hmm. And the sub agreements, I actually found the sub conversation very helpful because I really don't use subs, but. Um, my, my biggest thing is how do you how do you uh, have a conversation with them what the job is worth? Yeah, well, after the meeting, to you avoid, and James that, could to probably... avoid that other conversation, you know, and they don't yeah. like the price and they need more. There you go. Yeah, James. After the after the meeting, James, you and James could probably connect. You'd be happy to share with you. Okay. All right, James, take away. Oh, there you go. On you. Um, takeaways, uh, probably to. Uh, uh, I, I asked the residential clients and not so much the commercials. So I should uh, get in there and just say, Hey, what's your deciding factor? How did I uh, compare to other bids, you know, and see if I can get the numbers and uh, see where I can uh, uh, improve on my bidding on my mm-hmm. side of the future. Yep. And again, I just want to radiate, be direct, say, what were the other numbers? Okay. Quote unquote, what were the other numbers? Good thing in the commercial business is most of it's direct. So it's, you know, residential, it's a little, you gotta, you, you, you have to soften a little bit, but commercial to say, what were the, what were the other numbers? And, right. and for the most part, they're not going to worry about that. So uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Rodeo, Rode, yeah. no, you know? Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, Jesus. Yes. I, <clears throat> I like what you said here um, to Craig here, Steve, you mentioned that the, the doubling can also be done by doubling the bottom line as well, too, by increasing it. I like mm-hmm. that. Awesome. Very good. Thank you, Asus. Craig? Um, actually, what I got most is the position agreement and just the necessity to, to have that and have all the I's dotted and T's crossed so that uh, uh, if and when people have to be let go, mm-hmm. there's, uh, there's just cause and, uh, you know, lots of paperwork and uh isaac you can do this yes when you have to kill somebody you want to slit their throat with a sharp knife instead of a butter knife that's the (laughs) most humane way to do it so uh, there's no emotion in business just get rid of them use it use a sharp knife just don't don't try and butcher them with a butter knife for sure for sure, Sorry, that, that's a little mo- morbid. <laughs> All right, Sonia, bring us back. 
<laughs> All right, 2024 budget goals, um, the road less stupid, chapter seven. And then I'm I'm gonna continue eating that frog um book. I'm really liking it. It's really helping, you know, mm-hmm. get some actionable, you know, profitable, actionable items going. Yeah, right on. Thank uh, Brian Tracy. I think Daryl mentioned that yeah. last meeting. So yes, thank fantastic. You. Yes. All right. This concludes MG11 for 2023. We'll see y'all next year. But until then, I want to encourage you to continue to dream bigger. Hustle smarter. You've got this. this. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, guys. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.